Hi, this is Brandy Shapiro Babin. I am live at the Wonderland Conference in Miami 2023, and I am so excited for the, this next conversation with Dr. Dina Lerman, who is the CEO of Skylight Psychedelics. Welcome, Dina. Uh, hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. So let me understand something. You, you've got a very classic um, education, if you will, Mount Sinai, you're a medical doctor, you're an internal doctor, infectious disease doctor. Do I understand correctly that during COVID you went and had an ayahuasca trip, which opened you up to more possibilities? Yeah, so um, mid-pandemic, I decided that it was time to go and drink some medicine. So that has shifted my career and life, um, and that's why I'm here today. So. so let me ask you a question. My dad was a doctor. I have a lot of friends that are doctors, and some of them, I think, have been awakened to the possibilities that maybe we go fresh and organic before we go big pharma. But it's a hard road when you have you know, 20 years of education to step off of that path. How did you get, how did you choose? I mean, you went from nothing to ayahuasca. What, what led you to make that big plunge? Yeah, so I did LSD when I was 16. So that opened up my mind to those possibilities. Um, but I did have a long uh, hallucinogenic hiatus. And um, I think it, it was a calling. So when you hear the call, when the plants call, you must go, is what I say. So I love that. So let's talk. I mean, to me, I think one of the most important things is it's beautiful. We've got a ton of clinical trials that are happening worldwide, but it's all about the SOPs. How do you handle the patients and how do you handle the patients now? And that's really something that you're focusing on at Skylight, correct? Right. I mean, at Skylight, what we really focus on is democratization of the training and also of the medicine. So our medicine is more affordable than most places. Um, and also our training platform is an affordable training platform where therapists can go spend $500 for a ketamine-assisted therapy course, do it online, all self-paced. Um, because what I was really noticing is that all the training programs that are out there there's several thousands of dollars, and what happens is that if a patient's therapist cannot access that training, then the patient is the one who suffers. So it made sense to democratize access to the training. I love that. And from what I understand, once people have gone through the training, like um, practitioners go through the training, then you will also um, assist them with access to medication. So for the patients themselves, you're saying, for, for the therapist. So, so any therapist that's interested in having a medicine experience, they're, they're more than welcome to become our clients. But we, all, we always have to evaluate each person individually and make sure that it makes sense for them. But therapists, you know, they want to have, in the psychedelic space, all the therapists and providers, they want to have the experience of the medicine that they're, that they're sitting with, right, which makes sense, and we think that's an important part of it. But also therapists are on their own healing journey just like everybody else, right? So there's a reason why a lot of people go into therapy, right? Something happened, but something happened to all of us. So that's why we're all here doing this work. I love that. So talk to me, if you will. I have my own personal feelings about not doing ketamine at home. So, you know, all over your website, it very specifically says for in-clinic use. Tell me about that mentality, please. Yeah, so, you know, we get a lot of clients who come to us who have done ketamine uh, at home, and they had a traumatic experience. So that really highlights the reason to do it in a clinic setting. Um, 
people can also do it at home with their therapist coming to their home or their therapist virtually, but we feel very strongly that it needs to be supported. You need someone there who is trained in how to, how to do this work, um, but also it really promotes the integration. You, you have to integrate these experiences. You can't just go journey to journey to journey without integrating the experience because then you miss the whole message of the medicine. You, don't, you, don't, you can't really put that into your life. So us involving the therapist really creates this very safe container for our clients. And then, you know, that really ensures that they're doing the work because the work, we always talk about the work, right? And the work happens in the psychedelic realm, but the work, the real work happens here. Right? So we have to take what we learn and, and put it into this, this life, this space. I love it. So beyond the training that they get, which thank you so much for offering awesome training for a reasonable price. Because yeah. that I think the most important thing is that if therapists are going to incorporate this into their coursework, that they actually... They can, you know, they can take care of their patients properly. Yeah, but even more so with that, it's it's important that we also have a deep respect for this vast underground, and we know that there is an underground with all the medicines, and so anyone can take our courses. You don't have to be a therapist to take the course. You have to be a therapist for us to prescribe the medicine to be used in your office. We also do a psilocybin assisted therapy course that we call a comprehensive harm reduction guide for the underground. I love this. And are you finding you're getting a lot of people from the underground incorporating? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about that. I mean, yeah. because that's a little crazy, right? You're kind of walking up to people and saying, I know you're doing this on the down low. Yeah. But people are doing, especially where we live in Denver, um, where it's no longer in, in Colorado, it's no longer decriminalized after 122 passed. So people are, um, but they're still not wanting to come above the ground. So it's we really provide them with guidance um, in terms of harm reduction and really how to keep people safe. I mean, people call me all the time, oh, I want to have a psilocybin journey, and we talk about the medicines that they're on, and they're on lithium. And people on lithium can have a seizure when they're on psilocybin. And so there's a lot of education and kind of backpedaling that we have to do. So this is a way to, to educate people. I think this is phenomenal. So talk to me about, like, what's next for Skylight? Next for Skylight is we're raising money. So we've been a grassroots uh, company since the beginning. I don't like to say the word company. Practice since the beginning. We're a year and a, a little over a year into this experience. It's been amazing. Uh, we have a huge following, lots of therapists. We've trained hundreds of therapists, um, treated hundreds and hundreds of clients. And um, we're about to launch a live course. So um, a, lot of, a lot of places are doing live courses via Zoom, really. And so we have, it's like a, it's about a 52-hour 52, 52 uh, course that's spanned over six months that not only teaches people, th- not just therapists, anyone can take the course, but it's not just the classic MDMA, psilocybin, ketamine stuff, but really going um, to the jungle and talking to indigenous medicine keepers of medicines like ayahuasca, yahe, which is Colombian ayahuasca, um, iboga, all of these other medicines that don't get as much attention in the psychedelic assisted therapy space because they're not as recognized, but they, they have tremendous healing powers. We talk about iboga also, but iboga beyond addiction, right? Everyone is so keyed into iboga for addiction, which it is phenomenal for, but it has a lot of other properties. A lot of people use or work with that medicine who aren't struggling with addiction. And so um, we really bring in a lot of topics that are salient, but not really talked about a lot in psychedelics. 
So I love that, right? Because everyone sort of chases after what's quote unquote been popularized. Right. But how did you choose, let's say, like these these other medicines to incorporate? Uh, I love them. <laughs> Um, they're my medicine, medicine family from Colombia that I've uh, connected with, and I have a strong desire to support them and that community at Finca Ambiwasi and Taitoanito and Four Visions. I feel like I'm giving a shout out on the radio, but like I am because they're amazing. Uh, Four Visions Marketplace is a place where they, uh, the indigenous communities down in Colombia, are able to sell many of their products. Um, many different medicines and um, I like to support them and so they also give a lot of money to saving the Amazon so that's something that I care about. I love that and I love the fact I think the cool part about doing like the live training over 52 weeks is you're able to create like a sense of community everyone that is participating also has an opportunity right and I think as a tribe we all sort of need to move together to support. I would love your opinion on some of the upcoming legislation for assisted psychedelic therapy that's on the books. You know, meaning, you know what I'm talking about. What is, what's your opinion of how this is being positioned? I mean, I think this is, this is the only way that it's going to happen is if you start decriminalizing it in cities and then states and, you know, making these medicines federally legal. It's going to take time, and they're all going to kind of come online at different times. But I... I don't think that there's any other way to allow for widespread access. Um, I think that, you know, we can't... I mean, it's going to take so much time because we're waiting for all these clinical trials. But what I want to highlight that's so interesting and I think about a lot is that... So I was a COVID provider, right? We gave out many different vaccines, right? If you look at how quickly those vaccines were approved, right? Look at that. Look at that. I mean, that was a very quick turnaround, right, for a, pan- for a viral pandemic. But we have a mental health global crisis that far exceeds anything from that pandemic. And there are 22 veterans killing themselves every single day in our country. So, it is, I mean, the last time I looked, it was 17. Then my veteran friend told me it was 22. And then, I mean, that there... Why, why aren't these being expedited, right? Why aren't these medicines? There's a reason. Well, and also, too, respectfully, what's annoying me a little bit is this mentality of, like, the MDMA-assisted therapy. You have to have a boy therapist and a girl therapist with you for the duration. It's not, that's not what's going to happen. I mean, that's, that's not what happens in the underground. No. Well, it's also six hours of having to... So now you're, now you're like... Who's going to be able to afford to do it? And that's like super unfair when we are in a crisis. So, Dana, I'd love to invite you to come back and have a larger interview because unfortunately we need to wrap today. But I have so enjoyed speaking with you. Same. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This has been Dr. Um, Dina Lerman on CannabisRadio.com. High Unhealthy, live from Microdose 2023 Miami.